0: Securities and investment advisory services offer to Next Financial Group, member Fender Sipic, Texas Hill Country Advisors, is not an affiliate of Next Financial Group. This material is not intended as an offer or solicitation for the purchase or sale of any security or other financial instrument. Past four minutes does not guarantee future performance. All the views expressed are those of Andrew Gay, Gilbert Pies, and Texas Hill Country Advisors, and not those of Next. The S&P 500 is a market cap weighted index composed of common stocks, of 500 leading companies and leading industries to the U.S. economy, and the Dow Jones Industrial Average is a price weighted index of 30 actively traded blue chip stocks good morning everybody welcome to the texas hill country market update your local texas hill country source for what's going on in the stock market the economy and the world of personal finance we are your co-host andrew gay and gilbert pies of texas hill country advisors we're local independent financial advisors right here in kerrville texas we got another sunny beautiful morning here in the texas hill country It's about 930 a.m. We've got financial news and notes for you this morning, even though we don't have a lot of economic data being released today, the markets are trying to close out another positive week to lead us into next week, which will be a flurry of economic data. So we'll have plenty of stuff popping off next week in the financial markets. But nevertheless, this is your market update for Friday, June 9th, 2023. All three major U.S. stock indexes yesterday closed in the green on the day, NASDAQ being the leader up over 1%. Interestingly enough, it was up almost as much as it was down. It was up almost as much yesterday as it was down the day before, but not quite still a little shy. But nevertheless, we're looks. it looks like we're heading into uh, the end of another winning week but uh, that has we still have the trading session today pending so anything can happen but markets are up so far this morning headline of the day jp morgan said that there's a disconnect between the stock market and the bond markets currently suggesting that there's a potential for a 20 percent drop in equities if the bond market turns out to be right and the stock market turns out to be wrong and the quote bond markets are still pricing in a sustained period of elevated macro economic uncertainty so what what does that
1: mean in english yeah
0: so thank you because i was (laughs) going to break that down so basically it means that uh jp morgan says there the bond market's saying one thing stock market's saying something else and and if the bond market turns out to be right uh then the stock markets the stock market could have a downward trend for the next i don't know six to nine months or, or a drop there but it would it would be their their discussion on this would be predicated on the fact that the bond market ends up being the right out of the two because the, the stock market's doing something, signaling something a little bit different. And what the bond market's actually signaling is possible inflation being stickier than previously thought. And if that happens, it's going to complicate the fight uh, for the Fed, the higher interest rates, that the, the work that the, the Fed has already done with higher interest rates might not be enough. Um, you know, so therefore there's going to be a longer period of uncertainty. And if that happens, the stock market could take a hit from that. So hopefully that's a little bit better plain English than uh fancy buzzwords, because <laughs> that's that's all they're saying. They're saying that bond market's saying one thing, stock market's currently saying something else. And if the bond market turns out to be right, the stock market t- could take a hit. But it's all related to unexpected uh, inflation Being stickier than previously thought on the economic front, I already mentioned, but uh, we'll we'll double tap it here. There's not a lot on the schedule today for the economic agenda. Next week will be the biggie. We got headline inflation for the month of May due out Tuesday, followed by the interest rate decision from the Fed on Wednesday and retail sales from the consumer perspective for the month of May Thursday morning. So we got a a back to back to back to back week next week for on the economic front. Uh, Gilbert, what's got your attention this morning?
1: Well, you know, I think um, going back to your uh, first point there from J.P. Morgan, if you look at the bond market and the equity market, the bond market is telling us that interest rates are going to go higher for longer than what people are are expecting right now. There's going
0: to be extra stress. Yes. the,
1: the, the, The bond market right now, because bond rates have continued to stay higher than what they were back a few months ago. The the bond market is kind of telling people, hey, listen, we think the Feds are going to have to raise interest rates some more and that we may have to deal with higher interest rates for a longer period of time. And if that's the case, if the bond market is, is correct and happens to be right, that means that the stock prices have to come down more to compensate for that higher rate of interest that could potentially be coming. And if and if the stock market goes down any, uh, usually what happens is because of the delayed effects of earnings and on stock prices, what you could see is that the recession that we've been talking about coming in the second half of the year may not be just the second half of the year. It may be pushed off a little further and we, we might have some more economic volatility is really the main thing. And, and obviously that that would not be good because that's not what the stock market is expecting. Stock market. Right. If you look at, you know, as a good example, the NASDAQ, the NASDAQ index is up substantially this year over 20 percent. Uh, part of the reason why the NASDAQ was down last year so much was because of the super quick pace of interest rate increases. Right. Last year. And if if what the bond market is saying is correct, that the feds can't be done, that they're going to be raising interest rates some more then you have to look at, at the uh, NASDAQ index and say, well, maybe that's overvalued. Maybe it needs to come down a little bit before we can see a recovery, because typically what happens when interest rates stay go higher and they're sustained longer than expected, it eats into corporate profits. And if corporate profits go down, that means stock prices should be down too. So that that's really a, a more expanded explanation of what all that, uh, was talking about from JP Morgan. And, you know, is, is that true? I don't know. Um, it may or may not be. I think what maybe JP Morgan is, is forgetting is that the stock market tends to look at six to 12 months down the road. They're, they're anticipating things are getting better. And I think the the stock market is looking at the stock market being much better because in six to 12 months down the road, they think rates are going to go down Now, you know, if if the bond market's right and interest rates stay higher for longer or if the feds raise rates some more, well, maybe they'll reevaluate that. And, and maybe that's where they think the market will drop off a little bit. Uh, I, I would tell you that at, at we're, we're probably way closer to the end of the rate rise cycle than we are to the middle right. of the rate rise yeah. cycle. Uh, but then again, we've been saying that for three months <laughs> since February and it hasn't happened. hasn't happened yet.
0: It's just tough because some of the the discussion out there is that long and variable lag about the impact of higher interest rates. And have we really seen the full brunt of it? Or is the economy doing something weird where the job market's holding up even amongst the backdrop of higher interest rates? We don't really know. We're we're just going to have to be patient to see how it plays out, right?
1: Plus, you have to look at what the market's looking at. The market is looking at past histories or past instances of higher interest rates and uh, higher inflation and and what that's done to the market before, because that's really the only thing they have to look at. They they can't really uh, predict the future. So they're looking at what has happened in the past. And one of the things that they're looking at is, oh, we're we're almost 90 percent sure that there's going to be a recession because in the past, when you've had high interest rates and uh, or, or you've had high inflation and the Fed has had to raise interest rates to combat that, it's always followed by a recession, especially when you throw in the idea of an inverted yield curve. It, it, it always happens that way. That's not true. It, it, it happens that way most of the time, but not all the time. So right. maybe what we're in is in the middle of a soft landing where the job market is stays pretty, pretty robust, you know, um, yeah. maybe we do get a, a gradual decrease in interest rates over time. And maybe the stock market doesn't get beat up too bad because earnings aren't, aren't uh, decimated by this rising interest rate um, environment that we're in because the job market is so strong. So I, I don't know. It, it's a really tough time to guess what's going on. Um, we won't know until after it's all over and done with. But if you're an investor, the thing to remember is long term, long term. Right. Always focus on the long term. Um, you have to hedge your your risks, if you will. You've got to look a little short term, a little bit long term. Um, you've got to take a, you have to use, you know, silo your your assets into different risk buckets like right. Andrew's talked about. Some conservative, some moderate, some aggressive, because it doesn't matter how old you are. You're always going to need some growth. Um, Now, if you're 90 years old, you may not need that much growth, but you still need some. Um, And if you're 30 years old, you definitely need a bunch of growth because uh, in case the uh, feds haven't told you or the government hasn't told you, they're going to raise – they have to raise the retirement age one of these days.
0: (laughs) For Social Security, yeah. For
1: Social Security. So uh, you're going to be working a lot longer than your parents were. That's for sure. You're going to have to wait a lot longer for Social Security uh, than your parents did. So, you know, if you're an investor, just got to be patient, just got to focus on the long term and maybe, maybe even work with a financial advisor to review your portfolio uh, or even help you start one. Because if you don't have one, you need one. Oh, and and by the way, in case I haven't mentioned it to you before, and we've talked about this on the show a few times. uh, If you have little kids, guess what? That little kid is only going to grow up. You should start saving for him right now. So that when they go to college in 20 years, you've got money saved up and it's not such a pinch for you or them.
0: Yeah, especially with the rising cost of infl- uh, of tuition. Tuition, right? yeah, for sure. And for speaking sure. of that and the rise of cost and inflation and what you just hit on a second ago, one other thing I wanted to touch on uh, before we jump off today was – how inflation's performed in the past so if you look at this is a one-year chart from trading economics where we get most of the economic data releases but this is just the past year you can see that we're trending down for inflation but if you extrapolate this out a little bit further that's a five-year number OK, you can clearly see we had a big run up and it looks like we're cooling. But the further you push this out, this is a 10 year number. This doesn't even go back to 0809, So you don't even have that in there. But since then, we didn't have a lot of inflation. But this this is a good bit longer here. So this is something like probably close to 100 year chart. But it, it's typically and you can see the last little spike there. That's us. Most recently, the inflation that we've experienced, but it looks like it takes a little bit of time, roughly like maybe a couple of years for inflation to actually come back down. And even then it does it can do some of these like uh, where it rears its head again after it comes back down. Uh, So. It's not out of the ballpark to think that, yeah, we got we got another six to nine months of uh, dealing with this before we really see the full impact of those higher interest rates to bring inflation down. So once again, you got to You got to Gilbert's right. Uh, you know, on we would preach uh, to the hills about remaining long term. Definitely need to take long-term that. Take patient. that view. Yeah. Got to be patient. Got to be and- patient.
1: I'll say today uh, that the Feds are going to raise interest rates next week by a quarter percent. How about oh, you, Andrew?
0: Uh, no, I nope. will say that they don't. All right, all right, all right. Um, we're gonna
1: think, we're gonna bet.
0: Uh, I think they're going to go with the markets.
1: We're gonna we're gonna bet lunch. How's that? Yeah, that sounds good.
0: <laughs> um, if
1: I'm right, you buy me lunch. If I'm wrong, I'll buy you lunch.
0: Right. If <laughs> if I'm wrong though um mcdonald's yeah we're going to mcdonald's yeah mcdonald's (laughs) McDonald's. either way it's mcdonald's yeah sure that that works uh (laughs) but 72 percent chance as of this morning that the feds are not going to raise interest rates next tuesday but i mean next wednesday but gilbert's did set that they will i'm Uh, I'm gonna
1: go against the green that's
0: cool i mean look you got a there's a 27 percent chance right now uh that the market's pricing in that they will so it is it is still up in there it's not 100 percent. No, no it's not uh, this is a little. There's a little more uncertainty around this one than there has been I, in the past. I just. Meetings.
1: I still think it would be foolishness for them to skip uh, rate rise and then Have raise to go again back in July. It. Yeah, Th- that just, just doesn't make sense to me. It would it would seem to me to make sense to raise interest rates if well, you're you, gonna raise them, raise them. Well, you're um, kind
0: of playing. They're kind of playing it safer, I think, by your logic, because they can raise them and then if they do get in that situation where they're like, oh, okay, we can. It's easier to back off of it. Yes. Um, you know, it's kind of like going from, if you're a camp counselor, like you can't go from uh, being lenient to strict, but you can go from being strict to lenient. Absolutely. Right. You know, okay, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. That'll do it for us today. Don't forget, interact with us, share our content. Helps other people find the show. We're on Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube most of the weekdays that the stock market is open in all places podcasts are possible, including Spotify. Thank you guys very much. We will see you next week. Have a great, safe, and fantastic weekend small mm-hmm.